0: Hello friends, welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. Thank you for tuning in as always. Today, the topic was inspired by a quote from Matt Kahn's book, The, uh, The Universe Always Has a Plan. And in there, he says, in order to be who I was born to become, life couldn't have happened any other way that'll preach y'all like enough. So that I want to do a whole dang podcast episode on it. <laughs> that one phrase to me, it hits on themes of acceptance, identity, meaning, making forgiveness of ourselves and others. And among other themes, I'm sure. So you can tap into what that brings up for you. Um, but when I heard that quote, or when I read that quote, It had me thinking back to my senior year in high school. We had an assignment to write an autobiography. And at the time, I titled it In Spite of It All. And I thought... I thought it was a story of triumph, like in spite of being born to teenage parents and growing up in a home with addiction, I was graduating top of my class. In spite of multiple incarcerated family members, I was in National Honor Society and I was on the school dance team playing varsity sports and I was heading off to college, the first in my family to do so. And it took me many years to realize that 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 story, the story of in spite of it all, that that was actually holding me back. It was a story of deficit, a story that something had gone wrong that I needed to overcome. And so it became the story of struggle, overcoming, surviving, proving. And early, probably early in my 30s, I remember thinking, what if it wasn't in spite of it all? What if it was because of it all? Like, what if nothing had actually gone wrong? What if, like Matt Kahn says, in order to be who I was born to become, life couldn't have happened any other way? Again, this the in spite of it all perspective on the story had a heaviness to it. There was a, a deficit assumption. There was a struggle to persevere and overcome. And there was also like a subplot of damage to that story. A belief that where I came from had a hint of, Quote, damaged goods to it. So, this imprinted a story that one, I was damaged, and two, that the way out was to struggle and effort. Like everything had to be hard work. I had to work extra hard to prove that I wasn't damaged. So, achievement, doing, action, being quote unquote perfect, whatever that means, that all became incredibly important. Also, it created a life of living against. Right? I wasn't living towards things. I was living against things. I was living against addiction. I had, for much of my early life or like younger years, I, I had no idea what I wanted, but I definitely knew what I didn't want. Um, and when I was young, it was probably elementary school age, maybe early junior high, but really probably more elementary school. Uh, I remember having many conversations with my cousin who was five days younger than me. We were very close. We even lived together as babies. Um, we had two, you know, single young moms. And so we lived together for a while. And I remember making promises to each other. We would make promises to each other, to ourselves, the universe, that we would not turn out like our family members who are using drugs and who are in and out of prison. But working against something doesn't always work out. And if we flash forward on the day that I was graduating from high school as valedictorian, that same cousin was calling me collect from jail to congratulate me. And here's the thing, like when I think of life from a lens of because of it all instead of in spite of it all, but really because of it all or from this perspective that all of our experiences are part of the curriculum to become who we are born to become. I think of my life path and my cousins and, and everyone else's for that matter, matter very differently. I look to what there is to learn. I look to how these experiences serve me or whoever else is in that story. Like, how different would things be if we didn't imprison ourselves to the events and circumstances in our lives that don't present how we think they're supposed to, or when we do things we think are egregious and unforgivable? When that perspective shifts, then we're able to access ideas, meaning, opportunities, lessons, and gifts that are unavailable from the stories of blame and from the perspective that something has gone wrong. So we know, we know this conscious, like cognitively. We know that no amount of regret or blame can change the past. And that includes things that other people have done, how life events have turned out, and things that we have done. But what if we don't need to? What if those things happened to serve us? There's an invitation to meet yourself, others, and life as an ally rather than an enemy. Now, this invitation might not land well for some of you, especially if you've had particularly hurtful and or traumatic events that have happened in your life. So just here, this particular perspective, it's not about denying your feelings and the experience of what has happened in your life, but rather it's an invitation to get out of that experience what's available there, like to glean the knowledge, lesson, growth that are available in those experiences. For example, if it happened, like so they're thinking about this, like if it happened, how can it be used to remember who you are? rather than push yourself further away from the truth of who you are. Like, think about it. When something, quote unquote, terrible happens to us or by us, and we get stuck in a shame cycle, shame says, who I am is wrong and bad. So, of course, we look for ways to not be ourselves. And perhaps we don't do this consciously, right? But we're often looking for ways to numb out, to not be aware of who we are or to hide ourselves because we think that there is something wrong with who we are. And so we get busy becoming either one, hiding ourselves or becoming a version that we think the world will accept, right? So then we're totally missing that point about becoming who we are we're born to be, right? Because the problem is that we miss that opportunity to see, know, and be who we really are. At least that was my experience, right? And something I see with a lot of my clients, something quote unquote bad happens in our lives or to us. And we imprint a meaning in our mind that there is something bad or wrong with us. And then we self-abandon through hiding, secrecy, searching outward for evidence and proof that we're okay. And we completely miss an opportunity for self-growth and self-compassion. I was actually coaching a woman a few weeks ago. And she shared some stories from childhood that actually mirrored some of mine. And then she said, it was such a secret for so long. And y'all, I felt that. Like I, I, like it was such a secret for so long. Like I didn't even talk to my best friends growing up about what was happening in my house. I mean, maybe they knew, I don't know. Maybe their parents knew, but I was dripping with shame and secrecy like not even questioning the story that something had gone wrong. Like my story was just for sure something has gone wrong. So we cannot talk about it. Don't even try not to even look at it and just put your head down and get through. And it wasn't until many years later that I was able to change my perspective on all of it. I wasn't even aware that there was another way to look at it. I didn't have I didn't have this podcast. I didn't have people tell, telling me, like, there is another way. And I also didn't have words like the following I'm going to share with you from Matt Kahn's book when he says, quote, once there is nothing that can happen in life to prevent the receiving of self-compassion or restrict the offering of forgiveness, there is no further wisdom for adversity to teach you, end quote. Okay, like, like, please insert dead emoji here. <laughs> Part of his teachings include this idea that our evolution is about building unconditionally loving relationships with all parts of us, with all parts of ourselves, with all parts of our life experiences. So when we allow ourselves to learn from these life experiences, when we use them as an opportunity to exercise the muscle of self-compassion and forgiveness, we use them for their intended function, which is to learn unconditional love, self compassion, and forgiveness. And what a fun idea, right? If we can make self-compassion, self-love, and forgiveness a non-negotiable, like it's no longer up for, chat, for grabs, then adversity has nothing more to teach us. I'm here for that, <laughs> right? Like I love that idea that adversity shows up because there's a lesson in it. And if we are, if we have quote unquote learned the lesson, if we haven't fully embraced self-love, self-compassion, and forgiveness, then that nev- that the adversity doesn't have to keep showing us, showing up for us to exercise the muscle to remember the truth that I can still exercise self-love and compassion even if, even when, fill in the blank. So test it out. I want you to feel free to pause the podcast to reflect on these prompts that I'm gonna give you. But think of all the times or think of all the things in your life that you think went wrong, either of your doing or someone else's. What are the things that you hold against yourself or someone else? There's an opportunity to unravel the case you have made against yourself or others. So let yourself explore how these things happening were actually for your evolution, for your growth, for your learning. Now... I want to say here, this is going to require a big old bucket of compassion and curiosity, empathy, and willingness to let yourself see what else could be true about these experiences, to let yourself see how they might have been for you. And now, as you're doing this exercise, if you feel relief hearing these words, it means you're getting closer to letting go of those unhelpful stories. Now, if you're not experiencing relief right now, it just means that a little more self-compassion and support are needed. And also nothing has gone wrong. You know that you can always reach out for support and for guidance. That's what coaching is here for. You know, you can head over to jessicasmorrow.com. I got you. Because we have the blocks, right? Like we have those old stories and sometimes it's hard to see a different perspective and that's why it can be useful to bring another perspective in. And so speaking of that, I wanna talk, speaking about perspective, I wanna talk about the field of positive intelligence for a minute. They talk about the the three gifts of the sage perspective and those three gifts are knowledge, power, and inspiration. So really briefly, the gift of knowledge is, is this gift that allows us to explore what knowledge we would need to gain so that the payoff would be bigger than the experience um, cost us, right? So it's basically saying there's a gift that what can I learn from this? What can I glean from this to make it cut, like worthwhile to, for, you know, to say it bluntly, (laughs) the gift of power, the second gift, the gift of power provides an opportunity to see the problem as a, like a weight in the gym or as your black belt master, like something against which a muscle is growing. So you can reflect on what powers had to grow in order for you to handle a particular life situation. Was it empathy or self-compassion or maybe the ability to explore and develop deep curiosity, openness and wonder? Maybe it was the power of innovation, to think um, creatively, to think outside the box, or it was the power to navigate, to, to learn to choose between various options, paths, and alternatives based on a consistent internal compass. Maybe it was to make choices and decisions based on deeply held values, meanings, and purpose. Or perhaps it helped you cultivate the power of taking action from a place of calm clarity then you can open up to see the benefits in your life of growing that particular power or gift. Um, And then the third gift uh, of the sage perspective is that of inspiration. So what inspired action did you take that might not have happened if this quote quote unquote bad thing hadn't happened? So when I think about my own experiences, I, I question would I have been inspired to work in the field of mental health and substance use disorder treatment? Would I have been inspired to revolutionize the prison system of America, right, and start jail diversion programs? Maybe, maybe not, but it certainly feels more purposeful and empowering to view my life experiences as supporting and inspiring that career path. And because of the personal experiences I had and the things I witnessed firsthand, I have the gift of empathy like in aces when it comes to working with people from all walks of life because i felt so judged for for much of my life and now listen like maybe 100% of my own making like i don't actually know i mean i don't i don't recall growing up like people actually saying to my face i'm judging you <laughs> but again we've talked on here all the time like facts do not matter when it comes to our thoughts and feelings like in my mind i was so judged um but because of that it became Baked into the fabric of my being to see people beyond their behaviors, beyond socioeconomic status, beyond life circumstances. And this absolutely served me when working with individuals involved in the criminal justice system, with individuals who had mental health and substance use disorder diagnoses. And it continues to impact the way I show up to people today, personally and professionally. And these are just a few of many perspective shifts that allow me to lean into who I am rather than using life circumstances against myself and block me from who I was born to become. So, whether it's a medical diagnosis, neglect, big T or little t trauma, a breakup, a job, your body or physical appearance, there's an opportunity to open up to see how this is part of the curriculum to help you be who you were born to become. And we can't know until we get curious, until we stop making it a problem or, or so we like until we stop making it wrong or a problem to be fixed and we start rooting around to see. How can this grow me? What can I learn? What is this inspiring me to do or be? Now, for some of you listening, this is hitting you in all of your feels. Like something is telling you that it is time to rewrite the story and repurpose your life experiences to cultivate who you are here to be. So do yourself a favor, go to jessicasmorrow.com right now, get set up for your free consult with me. Let today be the start of the journey where you unfurl and embrace who you are here to be. Also, if you haven't gotten your free digital copy of the Unblocked Journal, be sure to grab one. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can get access to that. And as always, if you think that what was talked about today might be helpful to someone you know, please feel free to share widely and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And lastly, I have a request of you. Please take a moment to leave a review. It's great hearing from you all. One, I just love hearing your thoughts uh, and feedback on this, but also feedback and constructive feedback is incredibly valuable. So until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.